Hello and welcome. We are on the Revival Road with Evangelist Chance Walters. If you are new to the podcast, each week we will upload a new message taken from one of our ministry opportunities from all over the world. Our prayer is that the Word of God would challenge you and change you, conforming you into the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For more information, to give or to send in prayer requests, go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. And now, here is Evangelist Chance Walters. We hope you enjoy the program. Before we begin this session, I want to ask you a question. Is it God's will to heal? Is it God's will to heal? If you believe in healing, may this moment be a vaccination to build your spiritual immune system. If you struggle to believe in the reality that God still heals, I pray by the end of the day that you would not only believe, but you would receive a double portion of God's spirit and power. 1 John 3, 8 says, For this purpose the Son of God appeared that he might destroy the works of the devil. And one of the ways God accomplishes this is through divine healing. Is it God's will to heal? The answer is yes. A million times yes, yes, yes. And it's crystal clear, and we're going to look at many scriptures to support this principle. However, the hard part, Or the other side of the question is this, if we know that God wants to heal, then how will he heal and when will he do it? Because sometimes Jesus will heal you from the infirmity and sometimes he will heal you through the infirmity. Sometimes healing comes instantaneously, pronto, boom, pow. Other times it's a process. It happens over time. Oral Roberts, he was a great healing evangelist, and he called this process winting. Many times he would pray for the sick, and they were not immediately healed. However, as they went, they were healed. Just like the ten lepers in Luke chapter 17, they heard the word, go present yourself to the high priest, and as they went, God gave them a present. Their healing manifested in their body. So, so yes, our Heavenly Father always wants to heal, but the means and the moment can differentiate. How will He do it, and when will He do it? And we know that the greatest healing is to fall into the loving arms of our Heavenly Father, to, to graduate and go to heaven. Many people do not see their healing this side of heaven, and it's a mystery, but we still have to believe in this gift called healing. So let me break it down. The Greek word for salvation in the New Testament is sozo. And this word implies a threefold salvation. Salvation of the spirit, body, and soul. So Jesus wants to heal your body. He wants to set your soul free, your mind, your will, and your emotions. And he also wants you to be born again, to be made brand new in your spirit. In Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5, paints a perfect picture 
of this process. David said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. I will bless his holy name. Why? Because he forgives me of all of my sins, and he heals me of all of my diseases. He redeems my life from the pit. He restores my strength like the eagle's. Are you with me? We see this threefold salvation in these few verses. All of our sins. And if we trust God to forgive us of all of our sins, I want you to think about this. All of your sins. If we were to put your sins on a PowerPoint, you would crawl up under the table. Some of the things that we have done, okay, all of these things, the blood of Jesus Christ can purify you, purge you, okay, and set you completely free from all of these things. If we trust God to do that, then why can't we trust God to do this? Because He wants to heal us of all of our diseases, And I believe that he wants to restore this gift in the body of Christ because Jesus' ministry consisted of three categories, Matthew 4.23. The Bible says that he preached, he healed, and he cast out devils. He communicated, and then he demonstrated. Okay, Leonard Ravenhill said, The world is not waiting on another definition of Christianity, they are waiting on another demonstration of Christianity. And we have taught about these things for too long. We need to demonstrate, we need to preach, heal, and cast out devils because our job description as ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ is, is to do these things. Are you with me today? And I want to give you 10 steps, okay, or 10 ways to release this gift that I want to call healing. Are you with me today? Number one, through the presence of the spiritual gift of healing. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I want to give you a verse with every way, every point. Ten ways to release God's healing power. Is it God's will to heal? Yes. How do we do this? Number one, through the, through the presence of the spiritual gift. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, there's nine spiritual gifts. This word gift is charismata, okay? It comes from two words, the gift of grace. Charis means grace in the original language. Mata means gift. It is a gift of grace. What does grace mean? Grace means God giving you something that you do not deserve. It's a free gift. It's the divine enablement of God. Okay? You've heard the word charismatic. It's when somebody is is gifted. Okay? And there is a gift of healing that can operate within the body. Number two, through the laying on of hands. Mark chapter 16, verse 18, the Bible says that they shall lay hands 
on the sick and they shall recover. We see the transference of power right here through the laying on of hands, Mark 16, 18. Number three, through the prayers of the elder and the anointing oil, James 5, 14. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. I love this. Number three, through the prayers of the elder and the anointing oil. And the oil symbolizes the work of the Holy Spirit. So important. Number four, through speaking the word. To your sickness. Mark eleven twenty three. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. So we have to speak the word to sickness. I'm reminded of the faith of the centurion. Centurion in Matthew chapter 8 verse 5, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him saying, Lord, I need your help. My servant lies at home paralyzed. He's suffering. And Jesus said, sure, I'll come and heal him. And the centurion said, Lord, I do not deserve for you to have, um, to have you come up under my roof, but say the word and my servant will be healed. For I am a man under authority, with soldiers serving under me. And I tell this one, go, and he goes. I tell this one, come, and he comes. And when Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said, Truly I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. So Jesus said, go, let it be done just as you believed it would. And his servant was healed at that very moment. Jesus spoke the word, and this man was a long ways away. See, our prayer, they cross geographical divide. It doesn't matter where the sick person is today. You can speak a word from the very place in which you sit. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit can travel and touch that person and cause them to become well. I love this. We have to speak to the mountain. If you want to see your mountain moved, you've got to move your mouth. Come on, somebody. Number five, how do you release the healing virtue of God through the power of agreement? Matthew 18, 19. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth, Concerning anything that you ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. So there is power when two people come together and pray in agreement. Psalm 133, the Bible teaches us that there is a commanded blessing in the presence of unity. Number six, through your own faith. Some of these overlap, but I want you to get this. God wants to heal. Because one of the greatest things that you can do is pray for yourself. 
You've got to be healthy. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask for when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Five times the focus is on you, okay? Through your own faith. James 5.13 says, Is anyone among you in trouble? Let him pray. And as a pastor and a minister, I love to ask this question, Have you been praying? Okay? Because so many people run to their pastor and they want their pastor to fix their family. But I, but I ask first and foremost, Have you been praying? If you've been praying, let me come into agreement with you. Okay, you have to pray. There's power on the inside of you. Number seven, through the name of Jesus. I love this one. There is a powerful force. These red letters. How does God heal? Number seven, through the name of Jesus. John 14, 13. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And this is what we teach our kids. We, we may put a little overemphasis on, on these words, but we want them to grasp this reality that there is power in the name of Jesus. So when we pray, we punctuate. In the name of Jesus. Okay, we, we pray the Lord's Prayer many times over our meals, before the kids go to bed. And, and we love to conclude with the name that is above every name. The name of Jesus. Acts chapter 3, Peter and John was going into the temple to pray. and There was a beggar by the gate beautiful. And Simon Peter looked down and said, Silver and gold I have not, but what I do have, I give to you. What did he have? He had a gift of healing. I give to you in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And a miracle happened in that moment. So pray in the name of Jesus. Number eight, this is good, through praying for others. I found this verse a long time ago, and I underlined it in my Bible, Job 42.10. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. And the Lord gave him twice as much as he had before. So when did, did Job receive his breakthrough? After he prayed for his friends. And I love this, Ephesians 6, 8 says, What you do for others, God will do for you. It's true. You will reap what you sow. So even if you're sick, pray for sick people. Keep sowing the seed. Keep praying for other people. And in the process, many times, healing will manifest in your physical body. Keep praying. Keep pushing. Come on, somebody. Number nine, we're moving really fast. You'll see that there's another story that people can receive their healing through the faith of others. Mark 2, 5 through 11 says, When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Take up your mat and walk. This was the story when Jesus was teaching in a little 
house and the people could not get to Jesus. So what did they do? They dug a hole in the roof and they lowered this paralyzed man down in his presence. I mean, what did they have to lose? He was already paralyzed. And so they dug a hole and and lowered this man. And Jesus said, wow, because of their faith, you're forgiven and you're free. And I love this. Many times people don't have faith for their self. Okay? There's parents that are praying for their kids and and there's and there's kids that are praying for their parents and and this faith is stirred in the hearts of mankind and it actually it's the means to the miracle if that makes sense. So have faith today. God is with you, mighty warrior. Number 10, and I had to type this one up, through the modern-day miracle of medicine. God has built the body with a human defense system that responds to the attacks of sickness and disease. So your body was created to heal itself, okay? The body of Christ, even, was created in such a way to heal itself, If you're sick today, I can pray. I'm your brother. I'm your sister. I can be the mouth today if you don't have any faith. See, sometimes our physical body needs some vitamin. It needs some nutrient. It might need some medicine. Okay, so don't be stubborn. Yes, it's okay to go to the doctor. You better go to the doctor. You better better glean off of his wisdom. Do you need to go to the doctor first? I don't know. Maybe you need to pray first. Maybe you need to go to God first. Hebrews eleven seven says that it is impossible to please God without faith. For we need to go to God because he is the one that diligently rewards those who seek him. Okay? So we need to go to God first and foremost. But then it's okay to go to the doctor. Matthew 9, 12 says, When Jesus heard that, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. So there's a time and a place for us to go see the doctor. Come on. Jerry Savelle said, I would rather walk continuously in divine health than to ever need supernatural healing. What does that mean? It means we need to take care of, of ourself, and God will take care of you. Ten ways to release God's healing power through the spiritual gift of healing, through the laying on of hands, through the prayer of the elder and the anointing oil, through speaking the word to your sickness, through the power of agreement, through your own faith, okay, through the faith of others. Through the name of Jesus, through praying for others, and through the modern day miracle of medicine. So, whatever you need today, there is a means and there is a manifestation of your miracle in due season. So, whatever you do, don't give up. God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit. And with power, and he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God 
was with him. And I want to say that God is with you and nothing is impossible to those who believe. So believe in divine healing today and I believe that your breakthrough is closer now than it ever was before. Heavenly Father, I pray for every person that's listening today. I pray that their faith would increase and that they would grab a hold of the hem of your garment and they would not let go until you bless them. This is a part of of our personal salvation. Yes, you want to forgive us. Yes, you want to heal us. And yes, you want to set us free and deliver us both now and forevermore. So I release my faith over this microphone today into the spiritual ears of those who are listening to this podcast. And I pray that miracles would manifest In fact, I pray that they would fall like raindrops today and that they would destroy the work of the enemy. And God, that you would be glorified, that all glory and honor and praise would be yours. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. I'll see you next week. This program was made possible by the generous partners and friends of Chance Walters Ministries International. Until next time, we are on the Revival Road. For more information, download our free ministry app or go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. Indeed, the best is yet to come.